Hello and welcome along to G'day GA, brought to you in association with O'Neill's International Sportswear, the choice of champions. Please visit O'Neill's on at O'Neill Sportswear AU on Facebook and Instagram. Well, I'm delighted to be back from our six-month hiatus, joined by John Heenahan coming to us from Clonmel, sporting a country road Australian jumper. Not in Australia anymore, but still, obviously, you have that attachment, Giggles. I, I like the brands. They're a good fitting sweatshirt. Yeah, it looks lovely, isn't it, Giggles? Thanks, thanks, team. Yeah, yeah. And we, but, uh, good to be back. Good to be back in action. Good to be back in action. And we've got Shawnee coming to us from Melbourne. Shawnee sporting a tank top. Um, I am Schwartz. I am Schwartz. I am Schwartz. <laughs> CrossFit tank top. It's going to be 36 degrees in Melbourne today. It's 9 o'clock in the morning there now, and it's currently 24 degrees. Welcome, Shawnee. Welcome back to the podcast, Liam. We've missed you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, great now to do it. I was mad to get it going there a few times, but stumbling blocks with Giggles and Shawnee couldn't get him on, on, on a call, so... Oh, um, on the contrary, on the <laughs> contrary. We were, go- we were about to go down and confiscate the bloody equipment off you. There was talks, <laughs> wasn't there, Shawnee? That'd be fine, yeah. but she wouldn't know how to turn it on. Mad that we know how to use it, exactly. Yeah. That's the other... <laughs> but only if we can't do nothing. <laughs> Uh, that's what you do, you see, you build up a single point of failure, everything depends on you then, then you're in control, so that's what, that's what I did. Um, but no, no, great to be back, obviously we, our last podcast was after the other and final back in 2022, a lot has happened since on the club front, we've had the club all Ireland finals and, uh, and the club championship, so we're going to have a look at, at the the club season first, around just around split season, and you know, I know Giggles you were involved in playing it and how you found it, um, and we obviously have it again for this year. We have a Giggles Corner. I, Giggles was asking a question before we came on air in our pre-production meeting about a number of islands of one particular person, so I'd be interested to see what he has for us. And then we're going to do a, a bit of a preview of the upcoming league, obviously, as it's, it's kicking off next week. So we we will get into it. Great to be back. Um, and we're going to get have a look at the champ, club championship. It's always, you know, a great show. You know, to say that you walk the steps of Crow Park and you lifted the McCarthy Cup, like, and but you know, we never changed one bit from the day we started. Let's say our first game with, with Glenmore. Going back to your locals and the people that you're brought up with and you're reared with, and it's just there's nothing like coming back there. Like, it wasn't a fancy open top bus, I think we had Dublin's Richard Dublin's lorry, and really, yeah, up on the back of the lorry and off down. It's just lovely country, and a few bonfires. I know the Joe Canning Laker Gale was on last night, but the Eddie and Willie O'Connor Laker Gale won't be beat in my mind. It is an unbelievable Laker <laughs> Gale. If anyone hasn't seen that one, try and seek it out. Yeah, it's it's out in its own category, I think. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of good ones. Joe Canning's one was good, though. I, 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 like the whole story of it flowed very well for a Laker Gale. Like the way he got the All Ireland at the end after kind of so much pressure on himself. But Jesus, you think back and. The talent he had, like scoring two eight in an All Ireland club final at striking, we're about to go into the club at, at sixteen or seventeen years of age. <clears throat> beyond beyond belief, and like won't be seen again, obviously, because you can't play. Even seen a hurling when you're that age, never mind winning an All Ireland club and be man of the match. But uh, I think what's yeah, outrageous so when you look when you do watch it though is is his longevity, given that how early he was playing like adult hurling and what was what, the abuse he was getting in Galway in particular like which was, was like horrific that he ended up playing as long as he did really you think yeah, about but you could see you could see he actually loved it because you kind of got the sense from Joe Canning that 
maybe he didn't care about it that much. But you can see there, even you know, after 2016, when he got the hamstring tear off the bone, he was very adamant in the interview that it was like, oh, I'll be back, I'll prove people wrong. And that was a side, I think, to Joe Canning that people didn't see that I think they got out of Laker Gale. But definitely worth a watch. And, and such a good programme, Laker Gale, in general. Oh, unbelievable That's, show. Uh, what I'd love to do, actually, I don't know if they've done it, is I'd love to like buy all those Laker Gales. Yeah. Like, as in, have a, like, a, box, a, box, set. a box set of Season them. one, yeah. See, like, yeah. you know, that would be, be brilliant if they're on, on some kind of streaming thing because there is some brilliant ones I'd love to go back and watch now. But I think the, the shift of having them from a half an hour to an hour, it's not the highlights reel. If you look back on the half an hour ones, it's just like, and in 2014, here they are banging in the goals and they won that match. And then the next match, you know, yeah, yeah, the yeah. story and the f- family and yeah. the club and the way they do it now, it's like, they're absolutely brilliant. Yeah, they're brilliant. They did it very well around the family in this one, didn't they? And like, he's very, he was very, very much a mature 15 year old too, you know, wasn't he? Like physically and mentally, like for the, the amount of stuff that he took on his shoulders, like it was like that, like as you said, his longevity as well is, is crazy. Like, and you, I suppose it's probably sparked a debate back at home now as well about the, the minor age group as well and the minors playing with, with the senior teams as well, I'd say, has it? Oh, that's just a joke, Annie. That just needs to be fixed. It just needs to be changed back. I think the consensus is a lot of counties want to change back. Mm. Yeah. Like, oh, it just doesn't make sense to me. You have because what's happening now, though, like it's funny. It's, it was about protecting younger kids playing adult hurling, but now what you have is you have seventeen-year-olds turning eighteen playing adult hurling before they turn eighteen because they have no minor. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's like true. They're all playing Adelaide. And, and you think yeah. about it, you've got you've got lads coming on in the Premiership and the World Cup at sixteen or seventeen years of age, and that's professional sports. Yeah. So it's an amateur sport. Yeah. If you're good enough, you can play. That's that's the that's the way we're all brought up. If you're good enough, you're Maybe. old enough. Isn't that what you always say? That's is? the one. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're either good enough or you're not. <laughs> The famous Jimmy Sloan said, oh, Jimmy you're either good Sloan. enough or you're not. <laughs> oh, read your history. Um, look, obviously we, we've we just wrapped up the, the club um, All-Ireland series with, with, with Ballyhale and Dunlai on Sunday. Um, I was up at that myself. I'm delighted that I've got my season ticket now for the year and as part of the season ticket was the, was the club All-Ireland um, was part nice. of that. So it, it's unbelievable value ticket really when you look at what you get for it. But um, yeah, like... I don't know what you talk about guys watching it. Like Dunlai were there for so long, got the goal at the start, and you're like, "Wow, they're like, there's nothing in this here." And then full time, and they've lost by seven points. Like, to be fair, I, I I was delighted for the match and for Dunlai as well that it, they kept it so competitive. I I was convinced it was going to be an annihilation. To be honest, um, I think there was definitely complacency in Ballyhale in the first half, without doubt. They weren't tackling as hard. They thought they'd get their scores easier. The Antrim lads were unbelievably hungry and they played without any real pressure on them, which which showed when your man went for that goal. You know, you think yeah. the first minute of a game, it wasn't a straightforward goal chance, but he went for the bottom corner and he buried a fair play to him. Adrian Mullen being missing. Um, the, the other Mullen in the cornerback was missing. He kind of know he came on for the last two minutes. And then, but, but like Belly Hale, it's a different player every fucking day, isn't it? It's, Mo- or Cody wasn't seen in the other in fine last year and man in the match this year 1-5 brilliant TJ did what he did Colin Fendley was good they all chipped in Richie Reid had a phenomenal game I thought Dara Corcoran quite in one of their best forwards Nigel Elliott was very good in the semi-final Nigel Elliott was taken off and didn't really have an impact on the game Um, 
so yeah, they're, they're just some club lads. Ballyhale, six All Ireland in the last 11, 12, 15 years or something like that, isn't nine altogether. They're yeah, there's much more to say about them, really, isn't there? They're just like, there is, there'll be no one like them. It'll be very hard to see any club do what they've done. And like, the thing is, they've had different, they've had a cycle of players as well through that, through those nine All Ireland as well. Like, not the teams. Yeah. 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 And like, for a county team, like, Kenny have done it. Like, but like, for a club team and a club so small, it's tiny. Such a small area. It's tiny, like, it's yeah, just yeah. one in a million. You just, yeah. I can't see any other. You couldn't see in our lifetime any another team doing anything like that. No, even but half it, of that, like. No, and it goes to show they're they're still they're quite an a traditional style team the way they play. Like you know what I mean? Like they've got big ball winners. They've got fantastic hurlers. Obviously, they've got pacey lads with the big ball winners. They've got strong backs like Evan Shefflin is a big man. Derek Corkins the big man. All right, Richie Reid is the biggest in the middle, but he knows how to play it so well. Your man Butler in the corner is a big man. They do. They, they don't. They do have a tail as well, though. Like you know, like, oh. like they do, you know. And I think they nearly got caught. They didn't get caught, but yeah, you know, if you look back at the match, TJ had to start dropping back. TJ was back in the half back line there for a long part of that second half, like launching things for them. Like you know what I mean? He, like he played a completely different role. You know, they got over the line. And look, they're all Ireland champions. You can't take it away from. Them, but. They do have this knack where I think they're they're you know they're greater than the sum of their parts. I think that's oh. what's special. No, no, there's unbelievable lads there. Just don't get me wrong. Like there's lads on on playing with Kenny, starting with Kenny. But I'm just saying there's a few lads there. I'm not going to name names, but like that, I don't think would would be on some other teams or some of the lads they brought on. Like some ordinary lads, yeah. you know what they do but, like. Like like they had two young fellas on it this year that weren't there last year. That that short tall fella and. Mm. The lad who did the dummy hand pass in the county final. What was his name? He got a lovely point in the, the final. Small fella, yeah, light fella, yeah, yeah. Very light, but obviously just out of minor or something like that. But he's he's quality, and yeah, they, they're of course they're going to have a tail. They're a small country club, but like if any other club lost a player of Adrian, Adrian Mullins' capability, and if you think about it as well, right in the last, correct me, this could be wrong. And I think it's they've won three of the last four All Irelands. Is that yeah, right? That's right. So in the last four years. They've only lost one club match, and that was the Bally Gunner by a last-minute goal. Knockout games, yeah, yeah. The, the yeah, that's games, right. Yeah. yeah. So that that is unbelievable, and and we said it. I, I don't know. Were we talking about it on the podcast, or were we talking about it? But Bally Hale were the better team in the All Ireland final last year for most of the game. Bally Gunner did hold on in there. They got their chance. They took it fair play to them. But I I thought you could quite obviously see in the semi final this year that. Ali Gunner didn't have the physicality to be able to compete with Ballyhale at their game. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was quite evident that Ballyhale were that two to three points a better team than Ballygunner. And I think if they played ten times, Ballyhale would win probably seven or eight of those times. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't think before I saw the semi-final this year. Because, Shawnee, we were at a couple of the matches where, like, the Piercy game, Ballygunner were yeah. awesome. The, 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 the Monster Championship, so they had Bally were awesome. Hay. Me and Shawnee were at the Ballyhay game in, in Monster Final in Turles. Turles. Got yeah. The, yeah. Just note that we had brought Shawnee in for yeah. the T-Pass. Like, we just, you know, he got Oh, we tired. got the T-Pass, yeah. We got yeah. the royalty, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just to note that there as well. Sorry, Giggles. We were in the Conquarla section. Yeah, Giggles was, wasn't um, available. He decided to christen his son on the day of the Monster Club Final. But sure, look. Yeah, that's right. Bad timing. Yeah. But, um, um, yeah, so look, it's it's kind of funny though, like no matter what, the split season I think overall is a success. Having the Club Ireland in 
you know, kind of January. I don't know about that part. But I know, I, I know, I don't know. Is that me or what? I just, it's, I think it feels no. a little bit weird coming back, and you have, you have that. I don't, you know. Yeah. I think, I think everybody has the same feeling, Liam. I think it's wrong that the, it feels wrong that the intercounty season finishes in July, even though it suits all no, the club it's players. Good. I like actually like that part. Of it. I like that part. Of it. I think it was good. But, but it, it suits all the club players. It suits all the county players, right? Because they have their break periods. There's no overlap with stupid bloody championship matches in April and you're peaking, and then you don't play again till September or or, 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 or August. You're not having your whole club championship played in the muck and the shit between October and Paddy's Day, which is traditionally the way. But they're just, it, it does seem like an awful long time ago since we saw the All-Ireland Final. And there's been no talk of GA. Like, the club coverage, while it was brilliant this year, it just doesn't get the newspaper articles. And the, 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 the thing is, you go onto the 42 there and all you're seeing is bloody rugby. And jeez, you'd be sick mm. of reading it. Like, um, So I, th- I think the split season for players is absolutely right thing to do. No doubt about it. The club player gets their time. They can organise themselves. The county player gets a break and they're not torn between two things. Now, you've I've got the obvious freaks, right? Like the Cliffords, say, this year, who've won the All-Ireland, won the McGrath Cup, won the league, won FASA, won everything they're doing. And, and, and people will use them, but they're the outlier, right? Yeah. So for the player, it's definitely the right thing. I think for the GA in terms of promoting the game, and I, I, I didn't like when people said this at the start back in July, but I think there's a point there to be had that it does feel like there there's a beat being missed. Yes, but, but uh, is it the fact that January you think is is not the best time for the Ireland Club final? I think we're missing. I think that the I I was and I didn't think it at the time, but I do think the All Ireland hurling and the football needs to come into August to finish in August. And you you oh, can the start intercounty game, yeah, like. yeah, yeah. And you can start your club. That doesn't mean you have to start your club game directly after the split season. Can have a tiny bit of an overlap with the intercounty season, with the exception of the four clubs that make it to the two All-Ireland finals, the football and the hurling. Do you know what I mean? So this year with the split season, it was very... It's got pushed no, back a week. No, it's pushed back a week now for next year. It is, but but no no county started their club championship until the All-Ireland was over, right? No disrespect to Leash or Westmead or anyone like that who's, in, who's no hope of getting to an Ireland final, haven't got to an Ireland final for the last 30 years. But they why, why can't they start their championship in... July I know, but what, what happens? What happens though? Again, the reason they're not doing it is because no matter what, the least county champions come out. They're sitting around waiting for the provincials. Should they have only a few clubs? Yeah. No, I know, but they're waiting. Then their team is training aimlessly for whatever months, and that's and that's why they're holding them. They're still playing county finals. Like the Kenny County final was still in, whatever it was. It was October. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, I, I, I think Kilkenny, and w- one of the things I observed from the club championship overall this year was Kilkenny and Kerry, right? And you wonder why they win the most at Ireland's. But look at the Kerry on the football side, right? With the county championship, the county club championship, where they don't have East Kerry and Mid Kerry and that, that stuff. And then they've got the county championship, and then they've got their division. And there's lads playing football left, right, and centre all the time, right? And they play some of the competitions without their county players. They play, And I look then on the flip side, and I use Watford and Wexford as the worst example, right? They played the hurling championship off in Water and Wexford in eight weeks. And while at the time it was brilliant, you're playing game after game, but suddenly you've done six months training and you focus in on three or four week period and it's over. And it's like, well, fuck, that was a bit of an anticlimax. And, mm. and then what you're seeing with the Waterford champions now, it didn't affect Bally Gunner because they're probably so far ahead of the pack. But the Wexford champions in the last three years have come out of Wexford and, and have been nowhere because they're sitting around for 10 or 12 weeks. And I think that is going to impact on hurling in those counties because while you've got 
counties like Kilkenny and Limerick and Cork and players are playing for longer and training for longer and developing and becoming better, then they're going to get better county players or develop more players. If, if, if a season is just six or eight weeks long and you're training for six months, if in Waterford anyway, for me, it didn't feel right. Um, I thought it ended way too soon. And yeah, yeah. look, I think, look, there was, there's always going to be pros and cons for it. And, but I do think on balance, it's, it's right. I agree with you on that. Yeah, on yeah, on balance, it's yeah. right. You're never going to get it perfect because of all the different permutations and different counties starting different times and different involvements and trying to rejig that calendar. I think one thing just just did need to scrap instantly is those pre league competitions need to go now. Like yeah. the, the you know the Walsh Cup, whatever the one in Munster is called, Waffle Crystal yeah. or whatever they're called. Scrap all them. Let the Sigersons be played out and the Fitzgibbon be played out. And your league is starting now, as we know. Like Sunday week, yeah. Why? Do, 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 do I think they are good? Like look, county teams will just go and get challenge matches instead of so they just serve as challenge matches. Realistically, they do. But then you saw that farce with the football where the games were being forfeited. Yeah, so that's yeah. A loud team going to Wexford on a Wednesday night. Mm. You know, and, and even I, you I, see, yeah. and even you see with I don't mind this as much, but Galway and Wexford are into the World Cup final, which is meant to be this weekend, and they've agreed to play it as the first. They're playing each other in the league, and they're also going to be that's going to be the World Cup final. Yeah. No, yeah. I think that's a smart thing to do, but again, it's not really the competition. You know, like I'm just saying for uh, in terms of the calendar and everything. You're right. The course county teams will have training matches or whatever, but or challenge matches. But I just think that there's not the purpose of the official. Oh yeah, Just yeah, just yeah. pull it like yeah. now. Having said that, Dixborough had have had six lads in playing. You know, it's been amazing for yeah. you know, like he's in. Yeah. They got to play with Kenny and during proper matches and all that kind of stuff. You know, from a from a club point of view, you're you know very proud of seeing lads going in and all that kind of stuff. But I think just from an actual calendar point of view, whatever, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Um, but yeah, look, we have the split season again. It, it has been pushed back one week. You want to be very careful booking your holidays this year now, looking at those calendar dates for different things and. Well, in case the in case the team plays sixteen men in the last play, is it mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm just saying things have changed. You know, you, you know for certain matches are on. Like I wouldn't know when any of those matches are on now. Like you're looking at even at those round robin games for like for Munster and Leinster, they're on in like they start in April or whatever. April, April. Like you know, yeah, yeah. like so you want to be like, oh, Jesus, you could easily miss something uh, or book something stupid like I did for a holiday before. But anyway, um, <laughs> look quickly. Only we're going to give two minutes to kill McClough, kill McCord and. And again, controversy, right? We all know what's happened. Me and Sean and Giggles are the WhatsApp group. Me and Sean was like, yeah, fuck that, definitely appeal. Giggles is like, no, they shouldn't appeal. Um, They have appealed. Kale McCord now have also countered the appeal. Am I right in saying that? No, no. They've joined no, the party. Kale McCord haven't done anything. No, yet. I thought Kale McCord have. Well, I haven't seen it now. So CCC have, have done nothing about no, the appeal they yet. They've done nothing. They wanted me to go on the board, but it hasn't happened yeah. yet. Kale McCord... You keep going, Gilles. There, go on. So yeah, look, they're, 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 and the, and the, and the examiner is saying that it will counter Glenn's objection, but they haven't, they haven't. officially okay. countered it. Yeah. No, no, they have. There we go, live. Two hours ago, they've done it. Okay, they've countered it. So I, I, I think, I, I think it's the same as anything that um, the, some of the Glenn players are named in the dairy team this weekend. There you go. I, 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 I honestly think the club. I, I would love to have been a fly on the wall with the players and the club meeting there, right? Because 
there's normally different opinions and views on this and whether they're solid or not. The manager clearly came out, Maliki O'Rourke said, look, the game is up, the game is up. It was like it was like not giving the 65 to, to, to Donald Donovan. It's the not ref, like that. It's not like that, Giggles. No, it's not. It's not the, that comparison of an umpire missing a ball being deflected, like compared to a 16 person being on the play for a last play when a ball was being kicked in short to try and get a scoring opportunity. Like, you know, like it's a different scenario. Yeah, the one with the 65 actually would have made a difference. <laughs> <laughs> Limerick would have scored yeah, but the point that was a, that was that was a miss <laughs> in play for something very hard to see, to to observe. If you get me, like is in, but it's it's an actual judgment, not an actual advantage. Do you get me? Yeah. What, but, but, Kenny didn't gain an advantage. It was just a, a miss of it. You could go back. No, no, but what I'm saying, you could go back through every refereeing decision where you've been wronged in terms of. He exactly. took he took yeah. five steps. He took four steps. Were, he yeah, took. Yeah. They were you know, fortunate for a bad, you know, or, or a missed refereeing decision. They were fortunate for that. Yeah, yeah. But like, and it, it's probably a numerical advantage in, in the last context. play is a yeah. different scenario. But they did. Kilmacud did not do it on purpose. You're correct. They no, no, they probably correct. didn't. No, they didn't. And and it's the linesman's responsibility to make sure a player comes on and off. Well, look, the whole thing is a yeah. shit show. And your man, David Goff. I watched that one minute Twitter thing with with um. Parkinson who really? I hate but I just watched to see what he said what did David Coff say yes, no in no, fairness he said the whole protocol around subs in the GA is a mess like yeah. in soccer as we all know you can't come onto the pitch until your man comes over gives you the high five and you can go onto the pitch and that's from under fucking eights up until the World Cup final like in soccer when you're playing under eights you can't just run onto the pitch and sub them off yeah. they don't need to do it it's a very simple thing GA you do that is it a great thing about the flux and the way it come on and off and your man's running on as you're running off like it's kind of a to some kind of parochial thing and we all Slows love it. Slows down the play as well. Yeah, so you used to have to run out with a piece of paper up until about six or seven no, no, years no, no, ago. You still, yeah, go yeah. On, you still do that in club where you're running on with a slip which is outrageous. Yeah. But like in Intercounty or those that, that level yeah, just tap on you, shouldn't be, you shouldn't be allowed wander on like that. Like yeah, you, my, my, my viewpoint on it is right and I know you only want to give it two minutes. Glenn lost the match. They had actually two chances to score a goal in the end that the 16-man didn't make a difference. Right, 16-man shouldn't have been on the field, but no different to any... I feel it's no different to any other bad linesman or referee mistake. And I don't think Glenn should have appealed, to be honest, because I can't see a, a replay ever happening. I don't think Kilmacud will play a replay. <laughs> they won't have a choice, Kegels. They, they will, they forfeit the match. And just give them the club all Ireland? Yeah. Well, what do you, do you think? Do you think, that's, do you think that's going to happen if there was a replay issue that they won't play it? Do you really think that? I think Kilmacud won't play the replay. I just fa- I can't see a replay being had there. Like like, uh, go yeah. back to even nineteen ninety eight. Claire always regretted giving Offaly that replay. Yeah, but they gave, 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 they gave it. They gave it. Though. They gave it. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah but so but, but if the GA go yes, our recommendation is replay. But but that's a semi final is different. Like a cup has been raised. No, the no, have gone I'm up. with They've you. But I'm saying if you're telling me you think GA mm. go guys, lads, result null and void. It's a replay on the. They will play it. They, 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 they might appeal the decision, which will drag the thing out another couple of weeks. Yeah. But if the the appeal is then no, yeah, play it, lads. They're going to play it. That, that's why I think even if Glenn appealed it, won the appeal, the replay was issued, and Glenn won it. I don't even. I I can't visualize Glenn players jumping around, hugging hugging each other after winning a replay at All Ireland final when they've lost. It's a weird one. It is a weird one. But having said that, yeah, it's a no win. Having said that, though, like I don't know. Like I I I really feel like 
I feel yeah, I, I get your point, Giggles. I get your point, but having said that, I don't think this is cut and dry. I guarantee you that no, do, do, I, I guarantee it, it would have been fifty fifty on that team even. If the player Possibly. if yeah, the yeah, players yeah, were yeah, so yeah. if the players were like the manager, like the manager, the manager's been interviewed in the in the immediate aftermath, he doesn't really know what's happened. He, he you're going to be kind of gracious in Look, yeah, fair pitch came with good luck. We have no problem with it. Blah blah. Like you're not. He hasn't gone through and process. It. You go back into the restroom and like last day at sixteen hour for that last ball. Yeah, they weren't what, good enough on what, the day, what, and that was it. Yeah. Like what, 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 should, what, what should have happened was, and it happened in two thousand and twenty-one in the All Ireland semi-final. Robbie Henley took the free too quickly. He drove it wide, right, to draw the match against Dublin for Mayo. It's Dublin had sixteen lads on the field. The referee stopped it. Made him take it again. Nobody knew why at the time, but it, it transpired that Dublin had 16 players field and he took the free. So if the referee and the linesman were clued in and they weren't caught up in the whole razzmatazz at the last minute of the game, mm. they would have just taken the free again. And they would have, there would have been nothing about it. Yeah, correct. Uh, but the biggest farce of all is like, we're now Friday and correct, matches yeah. on Sunday and there's still no, nothing from the GA. Not one utter of a word from them or ruling or anything no, like that. Nothing. That's like, true. pathetic as an organisation, like, for God's sake. I know, but then you do go look at the rule, and that's where I said to you, like, the rule is, upon receiving an objection for that particular infraction, yeah. there has to be an objection. I, do, I know, but I there's think no... Should, I think, I think but on the big buy pens should, and make a call. Yeah, but... Issue the fine and move on with it. Kill him a good yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know, but, the, but the thing is, you can't go, ah, they should have just called it when the, the rule doesn't allow them to call it. No, no, I, yeah, I, I, like, I, don't, you know I mean? don't dispute. I don't dispute the rule bit. I, I leave, yeah. you know the rules better than anyone. I don't, I but I'm just saying that's that. the rule. You can't know, just go fuck the, it, lads. You should call it. good lads like can't even celebrate properly, you know, like because they don't well, want they did. to. Do, they did know? for the first few days. I said, yeah, like I sure. said, they did. Like, but it's a disaster for them. I feel for. I feel for Kilmacud. I feel for Kilmacud. I do. I feel sorry for them. Honey, it'll be interesting to see what way that's going to play out. Suppose they have just that's a live thing now that they have. Kilmacud have countered it, and that they. The CCCCCC or whatever they are are meeting. are going to meet in the next twenty four hours. So we'll we'll probably know more over the weekend what's going to happen there. It will, it will be an interesting one. I'm conscious of time. Did we you get an invite? Look, I'm hoping. I'm hoping I'm in. Like, I'd be like, right, lads, you're, re- you're available for selection. I'm available if you need me. I'd be like, <laughs> replay, lads, stamp it up. Um, right, I said that was going to be two minutes. But we've gone eight minutes there. Giggles has a giggles corner for us, so I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to keep us moving here, and we're going to have a look at giggles corner. A phenomenal man that has contributed so much to Waffle Hurling over the last 20 years. And if every fella gave what he gave, who knows what we would have won. That's a huge one, all the way in. But once again, Ken McGrath standing strong, indestructible at number six. A retrast in the parker, a dinner flick either on Leroy the stock and alive, because a cast and drawn cooler, because a dull. Been Ken McGrath himself. We've been unlucky not to be in all Ireland. But I think that defines any of our generation. We've been involved in some of the best games of all time. We lifted a whole generation of hurling people in Waterford. We have them in all Ireland, but I'll be honest, the team will be remembered. We're watching one of the great artists of our time in hurling. Ken McGrath. Giggles, Giggles, Connor, what have you got for us? Um, I've got, I, I was putting this together over Christmas actually. So, and we finally got here. Liam finally got off his arse and then got the, the, the tech going. So, I've got the top 10 GAA managers of all, all time. 10 okay. to 1. You go 1 to 10. We go 10 to 1. Yeah, we, we, know, we might know who number 1 is, right? There won't be any surprises at number 1. I'll push that. But in at number 10, anyway, right? Won two All Ireland's with his native Clare as a manager. 
um, brought them from nowhere, broke the spell a bit early. You like him or you hate him, but he was a great manager, Gerlach Nan. Um, didn't win anything in his own playing career, but he's in at number 10. In at number nine, I've gone for a man who managed Meath from the mid-80s up until 2001, 2002, Sean Boylan. Won four All-Irelands with Meath in that time, two in the 80s against Cork. One against Mayo in 96, and then the beast Galway or Kerry, I can't remember, in 1999. So four All-Irelands from Sean Boylan. He had him on the Magic Potions. He had him on the Magic Potions, the, yeah, the whole shebang, the Dunboyne man. But uh, I think he was just a figure I remember growing up as well. Everyone knew who Sean Boylan was. In at number eight, he's won three All-Irelands with Galway, um, Cyril Farrell. So he broke a massive hoodoo in Galway when he won that All-Ireland with the team in 1980. He came back, and they say don't come back, right? But Cyril Farrell came back, and he won another two All-Irelands with Galway in 87 and 88. And only for Tony Keady, went off and played hurling in, in New York in 1989, they might have stopped Tipperary and won three in a row. But look, he's a great pundit, but I think everyone forgets how good of a manager he was and what he achieved. So he's in a number eight. At number seven, I've gone for Tyrone's Mickey Hart. So, obviously, Tyrone had never won All-Ireland. Mickey Hart trained him to an under-21 All-Ireland first, maybe from the minor. I might have that wrong, but he definitely did under-21. And then they went on that run from 03 to 08, where they were just, everyone hated playing against them. Their backs were nasty, their forwards were brilliant. Um, and he really created a culture there in Tyrone. Um, he's in a number seven. Number six, the bottom half of the table, but I brought him in. They say, don't come back. This man came back twice. Uh, Jack O'Connor from Kerry. He's won four All-Irelands. He's won minor All-Irelands. He's won under 21 All-Irelands. He's won All-Ireland colleges with schools. He just has that rootless streak about him. Um, I said hello to him in Europe in the swimming pool there one day. He just swam off. Didn't even say hello back. But definitely has that kind of shrewd Kerry kind of mentality. And you could see it last year. From day one in the McGrath Cup, he was feeling... David Clifford and the full Kerry team. He didn't want to give anyone a chance um, to have anything over Kerry, so he got the confidence back. So I have him in a number six. Right, so into the top half of the table. Number five, I've gone for Limerick's John Kiley. Like, what he's done, like the, you could argue he's got an unbelievable bunch of players, but what he's done in terms, terms of putting the coaching staff together there, he's won four All-Irelands in five years. He could move up the table in years to come, but... Um, he has to be ahead of the rest of the posse there just with this Limerick team. In at number four, Sean, Shawnee, a native of Watergrass Hill. Um, I've gone for Eamon Ryan. Uh, he took Cork Ladies football from a position where they never won a match and they won 10 All-Irelands in 11 years. That's like, outrageous. Yeah. Do you know, I, when I was going through this, I was like, I'm missing someone and actually yeah. something popped I was up. Waiting I was waiting like, to go through there. I was like, <laughs> he better have him right in here. <laughs> but there, there was no doubt in it. There's no doubt in it. And the team he put together and the bond that they had, you could see it in some of the late like, Yeah, from nothing. Yeah. And that documentary on him. But like Kerry and Waterford were hammering the crap out of Cork every single year. And then they went to yeah. 10 All-Irelands in 11 years. So phenomenal coach. John, you've trained under him. So you, you've got yeah. first-hand experience. But he's in a number four. Um, and the top three fairly well picked themselves now. So number three, seven All-Irelands, six in a row. The great Jim Gavin, like what he did with the Dublin team, to be honest. 
it's a pity it's not Jim James Horn that's in there and done six in a row at Mayo and he nearly could have with a bounce of a ball each time, but that kind of showed the mentality that that Dublin team had. They were they are unreal. He was just an unbelievable manager. Nobody really liked him. He stayed out of the spotlight. But, you know, you, you kind of love to have experienced maybe what it would have been like being part of his squad. He's in a seven number, or sorry, in a number three. In a number two with eight All-Irelands, plus probably managed every county in Ireland after that on a kind of a, on a junket. But uh, just got married at the weekend again, I think. Yeah. Um, the great Mick O'Dwyer, he won a few as a player as well, but he won eight All-Irelands as a football manager, including the four in a row and the three in a row with Kerry. And then in the number one, 11 All-Irelands. Uh, no questions about this one. Brian Cody, he stepped away last year or over the winter period. I don't know if we had a podcast. No, we, br- we said on the podcast after our final that he was gone and it hadn't been announced. Right. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I think yeah, he used yeah, to yeah, wait yeah, for the week until yeah. Limerick had, you know, had their celebrations. You know, and he did it like the following Monday or something. Yeah. So uh, he seems. To, I, I wonder is it a coincidence? I wonder is it the the actual influence he has in the county that, and I won't say so many. I think there's only two or three, but three or four players from Kilkenny have gone travelling this year. And you'd never see Kenny players going travelling, really. Maybe one to John Mulhall had head off there, <laughs> maybe after he was dropped. But uh, there, there's been a there's been a bit of a, a couple of players go off, and we'll we'll wonder will there be a retirement or two yet still to come. But he just like even the last three Leinsters in a row, like with the current Kenny team and the league before that, like in the last four years, he's won a league in three Leinsters. And you know they say Liam Cal had a great uh, time at Watford, and he did, and he brought him from a very low ebb to two. To one All Ireland final to a league, but Cody won three Leinsters uh, and a league. Watford won a league. Do you know what I mean? And the kind of there's nearly a sense that Liam Cahill had a better time of it, um, just because they're measuring Cody against All Irelands. So that's it. Gerlach Nan, Sean Boylan, Cyril Farrell, Mickey Hart, Jack O'Connor, John Kiley, Eamon Ryan, Jim Gavin, Mick O'Dwyer, and Brian Cody. Fairly esteemed uh, people in that list. What's in Sean? Are you happy with that? Yeah, oh, look, I'd I'd obviously, and that's probably by you, so me, I'd have Aim Ryan as number one of all time. Um, 10 all earns 11 years is is phenomenal. But that's also because I, like all my, I, I went to school, he was my headmaster in school. Mm. He taught me how to play hurling in school. Uh, we had him at various age groups throughout the club. And he was just, he was, like, we had the privilege of, of training under him and having a, te- a, a man of that temperament and such a well-educated man, way ahead of his time. Like we were doing, we were doing analysis as um, as ten or eleven-year-olds inside up on the up on the blackboard for skiing and skull games, where he would go through and he'd rate all the players. And he'd ask you about your opinion, how do you think you played, and what do you owe the ten. But there was just little nuances like that that yeah. we had as you know school kids that you're only seeing now, you know, as an adult playing. And I just, I just think he is just ultimate um, manager. I've, uh, like, I've obviously ever trained under nobody ever come near him. But then to go on and do what he did with the lady footballers, as yeah. you said, who came from nowhere, nowhere at all, <clears throat> like, and ten all earns out of eleven, like all those, like Dublin Kilkenny, yeah, you can say, look, they have tradition and all that kind of stuff. And look, I'm not taking away from what Cody has done, like he was like the ultimate as well. But like I, I'd obviously just I can't see past the Ryan for anyone getting close to him. But no, a good list, very good list, very hard to argue with. I guess the placings. 
Good stuff. A few, few hard people don't hard done by. Davy Fitz didn't make it. Liam Sheedy didn't make it. Liam, Liam Lenahan, the great Liam Lenahan, didn't make it. Despite his uh, winning glad, sevens performance. Liam, Liam Sheedy isn't in that list now. I know. I imagine if you put Liam Sheedy oh in there. God. He, do, you know, he, do you know what? Do you know what? He doesn't it, deserve it, to be in there. All, all jokes aside, he actually doesn't. It, it, it was, to, to be fair no. to him, you, you, you could argue that himself and Lachnan are, are tight, but I just think Lachnan had that yeah, whole clear, aura about Clare hadn't won at him, like, you know, no matter what, Tip yeah. have the tradition, like, you know what I mean, like, is in... Like Tip hadn't won at Ireland for 10 years and they stopped the drive for five now, to be fair to him, I know you... you no, no, you, no, yeah, no, but no like, yeah. totally, If you look like, at all the other managers, they've had a legacy of management, like, you know, Sheedy's been in and out, you know, he's never had a legacy of management, like. He comes with a suit, some, like... Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he's he not, didn't make it. I think he that is it. it. Yeah, he wants. I think that's a good ten. I, I, I think, I think those ten now, Jesus, that like you, you just, and, and that's the difference. I think, I think that that's how you, you just, you just think. You didn't it. have Davy yeah. in there, did you? No, I didn't. Davy, Davy, yeah, like he's, now, not, but, he's not. Yeah. yeah, he's not far off. That, like, I mean, to be Dave fair, is the only. Like Davy's the only manager to have won a league and All Ireland, a Leinster and a Munster. That that's a nice stat to have. A league and All Ireland, Leinster, mm. Munster. Yeah, as a manager. But I just think when you look at the, the 10 names and that, there's actually just a genuine aura about all of those people. Yeah, and they're all very uh, different. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, that's the Gigas Corner this week. We'll come up with something again next 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 podcast. I won't say next week because there's no way Liam's doing two in two weeks. In a... <laughs> no, you know what? I won't be next week because we're covering off a bit of a league no, preview. No. But we will. I'm, I'm, I want, I'm happy to go. We're on the road again. We're on road again. Yeah, it's always hard again. to get back on, the, you know, back on it again. So we're back on it again. Gigas, well done for ex- excellent Gigas Corner. Go, Shani, yes? I'd say like the two of you, you're back on the road again. The Strava and the Garmin Connect have been lighting up, I'd say, since the 1st of January. Oh, yeah. Liam is back on the bike. He's back on doing the 5Ks. Giggles has gone up to about 8 or 9Ks. Yeah, I'm under pressure. Me and Giggles are doing an adventure, an adventure race. I did 11 and, and a half, 11 and a half on Sunday. 11 and a half. Yeah. I, was, I was happy with that. Yeah. But myself and Liam have signed up for Gale Force West in June. Yeah. So we're, we're 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 egging each other on. That's sixty kilometers, twenty-two k of running, and thirty-seven k of cycling. Under so serious pressure for that run. I can tell you we're that. locked in. We're locked yeah, in. How much is the run? Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Just oh, but it's in different segments. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. no, it's honest. a big chunk of it. Is one. So like, the thirteen k is the fart run. Then you do a one k kayak. Then you do a four k run. Flight of kayak. You, you do about eight k cycle in, then you climb up and down Crow Patrick, and then you f- finish with a twenty five k hilly cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. About six, six, seven hours, I'd say. Is it going to take that long? Oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you want to have the bars, bars in the pocket, Liam? <laughs> oh. Oh. You'll have to have a belt full of full of, full of the gels. You'll have, to, you'll have to stock up the kayak. The <laughs> I'll be eating, and the, the poor devil who'll be in front of me in the kayak will be doing all the all the work there and be stuffing me mouth. Anyway, right, we keep going. Have the porridge in the kayak. <laughs> have the spuds. <laughs> Great work, Giggles with Giggles Corner, as always. And coming up now, we're going to have a quick preview of, of the league. We're going to do that. Press another button here. The cork one? No, this time I hope. Don't have any cork ones, but. Oh, do you No, there was there was no tangle, right? It was an off the ball incident, right? And I made my feeling like we've played him now twice. He didn't stay down for no reason, like, and that cost us a score, right? Now I've seen other people come onto the field and make points and be just as animated. Yes, 
there's one fella I, I'll get sent all the time and I, I don't think it's personally fair myself and if you look at the whole thing I can promise you you'll see more people giving out but that official wanted to make a name for himself and fair play to him he probably did Like no matter what like love or hate David Fitz I am delighted he's back involved in the inter-county scene like because mm. there's always something will happen like you know regardless of you know, there'll be some controversy between now and July with him. There'll be some incident. There'll be some abuse. Yeah. There'll be some hopping I, up and down. I, yeah, I, I think this Davy. I think Davy is going to win in All Ireland as a manager with another county. With Waterford giggles, man. Now, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, just, I'm saying. Do you he's think going he's going to win it with Waterford next this year? I, 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 I wouldn't put We're money going on to that. Do it. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put money on that. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't put money on either. Well, however, who's he going to manage who, next? Who's who, going to manage next then? Okay, he's going. On, he's going to run Watford into the ground, take another hundred grand a year off him. Who's he going to? Manage? That's the truth, though. Who's he going to manage next after Watford? So, that that that's about as true now as the story about the that Skibbereen School Lemmer Jatton about earlier on that we won't quit anymore. Look, I I think he's going to win. Like he came very close to Wexford. He he's an experienced manager. He's done. He manages every single year, right? And he he he's he he knows what he's talking about, right? He definitely has his weaknesses. Maybe his his own ego is one. I don't know him to be honest. That's just hearsay. But Watford were in a very good spot last year, and they they didn't perform in the championship. Everyone knows that. Um, if it, when you're looking at the league or you're looking at the championship this year, is is anybody going to put on a Euro on any other team other than Limerick to win the whole bloody thing? Like. League, championship, everything. Keen Lynch coming back, all the boys confident. They've had a six month break. Remember, they've won three All Irelands in eighteen months. The way the COVID yeah. landed everything, right? So they had no break, and and the, every so every team last year had their best game last year against Limerick. Through the kitchen sink at Limerick, every single team: Watford, Galway, Clare, Kenny, Kenny yep. anyone who played them, except Cork, Cork rolled over as usual for Limerick, but um. Like it's it's very hard to see. Like it, no, it could be a very it no, could be a very boring fine. league. No, less, okay, great preview for the year. Yeah, there you go. There we go. We've done. No, you said he's going to win Ireland again, right? So what I'm asking you: Do you actually think he'll? If he's going to be with, he's going to be Waterford for the next two three years. We'll say let's three be honest. years. I'd say yeah, three years. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. do you think within three years he's going to win one with them? I I don't know. I I'm very interested to see how the Waterford team bounce back from last year, right? And I think everybody in Waterford is interested about that. I think Davy as a manager coming in. And getting a bounce is probably the perfect person to come in and manage Watford, in my opinion. And it always was from the minute he was he was reported he was going in because I think he will get a bounce. And the round robin games, giggles, home games are in Turles. It's been announced today. Look, that was announced today. Let's, let's not talk about the Watford County Board. No, no, but me. but surely no, you, know, you, know, you hate Walsh Park. Like surely you're happy with that. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. From that perspective, yeah. Like yeah. from a hurt, an actual. You say the pitch doesn't suit Warford's game. Like that was your big excuse last the, year. So the, you're going to be playing in Turles. You're going to yeah. be playing in Turles now this year. That excuse is gone. It is gone. Yeah, yeah. We'll be in for the tea pass too, because I get that sorted. You and me. Lovely, lovely, lovely hurling. I won't have. I have no one else christened actually, so I'd be grand. <laughs> <laughs> but um, look, going, going into the league, it's interesting. Like I think because. The Hurling League has changed format and no disrespect, but there's probably three of the weaker teams in there. There's never any sense of dread of relegation. Do you know what I mean? Like there used to be. When the, when the league was the top six teams in Division 1 and then Division 1A was the next three teams, like Limerick and Wexford were in Division 1A for God knows how many years. They couldn't get out of it. 
Um, Clare were down there, Waterford down there. That was competitive as well, but you kind of had a bit of a, a slack. The league, the league this year, I think, is going to be fully used, especially after what happened with Waterford last year, as an absolute trial run for the championship. Like, there's going to be nobody going out to win the league. I can't imagine anyone anyway. You reckon? No. Oh, I just geez. think so. You've got so many new managers. Like you've got Mike Michal Donahue. You've got Davy, Derek Ling. Um, Derek Ling. Who has he got? You've got a new manager in leash. Uh, is Willie Willie Maher, and Dan is in with him. Um, you've got a new manager in Offaly. You've a new manager Westmead. Then you've year two of Henry Shefflin. You've year two of Darry Egan. And the only really experienced managers that are left are probably Lohan and. Um, John Kiley, that have more than two I years' th- experience. I think we're all going out to, to New win Cork the league. manager. I think that's probably not like obviously people will go out to win matches. No, I think what Giggles is saying though is that you're by, by using players, you're going to use players, you're going to see a lot of yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, you can sorry. even, yeah, I think that's yeah, what you meant. Yeah. You're not going out to lose, but yeah, they're going to, yeah, yeah. they're going to be giving lads games. No, I think, things yeah, well, I do what though, to be honest with you, as, as not, like coming into that. I'm kind of excited from a Kilkenny point of view because obviously we've had, you know, we've had Cordy's gone and we just giggles them there as number one of all time and very hard to argue with it. But from a Kilkenny sports point of view, we're going to see some players that we haven't seen. We're going to see lads played in different positions. Different things are going to be tried out. It is going to be different. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about these league matches, even though what 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 it's going to way it's going to work out, I don't know. But going to these games, it's going to be different. And I think for all those counties, yeah. same with yourself, giggles of Waterford, you're going to be interested to see what way Dave we set up. Shawnee as well, you know what we are, Cork, Pat, you know, Pat Ryan, in, Pat Ryan yeah. is in, like, you know, he's the saviour yeah. now, you know, all is going to be grand now with Cork again, so, I don't know. like, I actually am looking forward to this league, because you can say it, like, no one's going to win it, but the championship's in April, like, the championship's in, in not more than eight weeks after this thing kicks off, yeah. so, yeah. it's... It's it's mega important for these lads taking the claim for these places in round robin. You know what I mean? That's the one thing yeah. I will say. And uh, sorry, all these counties have so much lads coming in, have so much to play for. Yeah, actually, sorry, that's a very good point. Every county is different, so maybe everyone looks at Limerick last year. And they only won one game, and that was against Offaly, and then they won and went on and win the All Ireland. But Limerick were a settled team who just won two All Irelands, yeah. and yeah. they have a different perspective. Kilkenny, you're right, will be so different because. Everyone's out to impress Derek Ling, whether you're TJ, whether you're tenured or not, whether you're tenured or not, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and the same in Cork and same in all these places in David, they're all starting again to a certain extent, which I like. So yeah, I do. Do do you think actually? I wonder then, just league and championship context, right? Obviously, Limerick are going to be up there to hear it, but say take a team like Galway and take a team like Wexford, who have two very good managers in Darry Egan and Henry Shefflin. Do they have a bit of a jump start on the rest of them because they've been there now for I think so. I think they do. I think they might have, I think yeah. they do. Um, I think they're more settled, but is that necessarily an advantage? I don't know it's an advantage. To have a jump start in that, you're not going to see 10 new players starting for Galway next weekend. But for Kilkenny, you could see 10 new players starting. You will, yeah. Up in Antrim, which I'm going to. Booked in, Belfast, yeah, but, Cargan Park. Yeah, but they, they have a they have a jump start. But like, like I'm not saying they like they haven't done anything. But like, what have they done from last year that worked? You see, that's the thing that we don't know. Is like what actually worked from last year and what didn't work from. Like, Kilkenny saying they're going to have ten new players. I can't see that either because like Kilkenny are in the All Ireland final and not far away. You know, from you know pushing Limerick all the way. So I don't see how they're going to have ten changes. From I last think they year. will. 
I think they will for the league. I think I they don't will. Know. I think they will for the league. Yeah, but like I'm. I'm, I'm not talking I'm about championship. Talking about but yeah, we're, yeah, we're yeah. doing a preview of the league. That's what we're saying. Like, will Colin Fenley be back? No, I don't think so. He's going travelling. Heard him and yeah. Joy Hall going to go travelling. Joy was meant to go, and then yeah, his his dad passed, and then he came back, and he ended up winning the club Ireland Bally Hale. But like, I don't think Colin will come back. Even though you go, wow, I was thinking myself, look at him, geez, he could go and do a job there. Like, you know, he could. Oh, of course he could. But, yeah. like, I don't, like like you just said, I don't think he'd go back. And he's he's not as if he's 28 or 9. Like, he no, is. He'd be 20 minutes. And do you know what actually was the sign? Do you remember the goal slash point he missed in the last puck of the game against Bally Gunner? Yeah. And it was because he was absolutely out in his yeah, feet. Yeah. He was. And, and he put in an unbelievable stint now, don't get me wrong. But I, I'd say he's, like, at that age, when you take a year out of Intercounty, there's no going back. It's different if you're Paul Mannion and you're 27 and you're a vegan and you're freaking unbelievably healthy and you're just yeah. perfect. But I'd but say Collins is so many miles in the clock. Like, You'll see Shirley as well on Warford Giggles. you surely see Patrick Walsh um, you know, coming in from Ballygunner and, and a few more of those lads. Patrick Fitzgerald. Or Fitzgerald, yeah, yeah. He'll definitely be in. Jeez, he's class. He is, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Like, they're going to see an influx of new players. Like I was down to Cork Cork, I see play Cork against UCC and they had a load of new lads coming in. Yeah. But they're all lads who are on the under twenties, um, that the windows all Ireland. There's a few of those coming in, you know, you Declan Dalton playing at full forward. He was on Niall O'Leary against UCC and Niall O'Leary's very good, you know, he's he'll be in the full back line for Cork this yeah. year. He didn't give him a ball and then you're thinking, Jesus, that is that his chance gone now again, but sure, of course he's gonna have the league again mm. um to prove himself. So this is gonna be like there's going to be findings there. They need. We still need a number three. Look, um, things like that. So it is. It is going to be very interesting. The league. What you, Liam, you said you're going to Antrim, is it? Yeah. So we've got the season ticket. So we're all got. We're all going to go to all the matches. And there's only two so, decent away games, really. But that's not decent. But make a weekend now. Antrim is the only yeah. one. They're playing Warford as well in Wise Park, and they're playing Leash. We're not going to go stay a night in Warford. We're not going to stay a night in Leash. Go down the Cycle out Greenway. The Warford games moved to Nolan Park. I'm coming up to you. Oh, has it moved? Yeah. It's in Nolan Park. Oh, grand. Okay, we won't go away for that one either. So, we'll have to put, you, we'll put you up. So, we say we go to Belfast. It's actually a long weekend, so we're going to go up. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to going up to that, actually. And I know it's in Corrigan Park, which is, you know, small, but I think that'll be good. Get That's Finty's club field, I'm pretty sure, actually. St. John's, is it? St. John's, yeah. yeah it's okay, a nice, well, nice looking field. Yeah, it's a nice looking pitch, yeah. So, I think, yeah, I'm looking forward to for that for those reasons from... For all the teams, right? But then when I think back to like the league back in its heyday, I would say back at Kilkenny under Pomp, two thousand eight nine, like Kilkenny playing tip in like league finals, and they were like all Ireland finals. I don't know if you can remember they some were, of those yeah. games, like going to extra time over in Turles a league final, like and they were like five fifteen, five yeah. fifteen apiece one game, yeah, like or something outrageous like hurling matches, yeah. like and brilliant games, and Kilkenny playing like their full fifteen, none of this, like you know, as in like yeah. the whole shebang. Whereas now. It's well. It's now. Yeah. It's the pre-season comp before they play another league, and yes. I think that's what's taken. I love the round robin. Thinks I think it's brilliant that week on bang bang bang, but it has diluted this league. And then because you have the split season and you've brought the game starting back to February, it's diluted further again. So again, it talks about this, you know the balance of having you know who we still have a better thing. Yes, overall we do, but then you you have distracted from what this competition used to be. I, I, I think they need to create a league for the Liam McCarthy teams where they all play each other once. Yeah, I and, think that's where we go. I think that's where we end up. 
and the top four in the semi-final or the top six, top two in the fi- in the semi-final, uh, next uh, four in the in the quarters, and the Munster and Leinster or, championships are run off after the Liam McCarthy. Or like yeah, that. or which you know, looking at the, what they have in the Australian football rules is in a complete alternate um, system. Is we've got twelve teams that compete at the top level in hurling. They all play each other once with some teams it's only two or three play each other twice in the league and then it goes to a knockout depending on where you know you, you come in the top whatever yeah. you know like that could be I think they do need to start thinking about it differently and they still do. start yeah. it in February start it yeah. in February and finish it in July but yeah. that's what it is yeah. you know yeah. I think there's that eight quality games before there's even a knockout game yeah, yeah. yeah. you know Savage. like just thinking alternatively but look I look still I'm looking forward to it it's going to be interesting but yeah, like you said, Giggles, even though you didn't mean it that way, no one's going out to win this. It's a development competition now, mm. yeah. and it makes sense for all those managers and, and I, teams where they're at. Yeah, and the la- last year was the nail in the coffin for whether we should or we shouldn't, because Cork and Waterford got to the final, and they both had terrible championships called Spade a Spade. And Limerick, mm. whether, it was, whether you're comparing apples with apples or not, but Limerick won one match against Offaly and then won the All-Ireland and that was kind of everyone was like should you go hard for the league should you not go hard for the league I think everyone got the answer last year and I think everyone will be approaching the same way find players build a team rhythm try and get kind of a bit of momentum going but whether you win it or not yeah doesn't matter no it doesn't matter no it doesn't matter but yeah look kicks off next week looking forward to it Kegels are you going to go to any dwarf matches better than Wanaka Kenny uh, I'll go to a few, I'd say, will you? Yeah, yeah. I've got a big, big match tomorrow, and Sean's going to his first under five club training with St. Mary's. So, uh, yeah, that's a big morning. Yeah, he's going to, he's got the he's got the Nike Mercury boots. It's absolutely ridiculous the, that they're starting in January, yeah. by the way. He'll be buying a tip charge, you know, soon. No, no, no. He's got the Waterford number 14, and uh, he'll be flying it right. No fear of him to be no tip jerseys. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, poor. He will, he will end up supporting tip giggles. You never know. No, I think he will. He lives in County Waterford, like. No, I know, but he's going to be going to school and tape and hurling in a tip club. Yeah, fair point. <laughs> to break yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to accept it sooner. Or yeah, well, yeah. Brian, Brian, Brian Flannery did the same, and he even played minor for tip, but he played senior for Waterford. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Could be an outlier, oh, yeah. could be an outlier there. But look, I, we said we we're going to do a 35 podcast coming up on 55 minutes now, so we will. I think we will call it. But we are back up and running. Let's say we're going to do another one post first round of the league and see where everything is up to. Um, look, course. please get in touch on Akadeji on Twitter, Akadeji on Instagram. Sean, he still uses that Instagram every single day, even though he doesn't really post. And Akadeji at gmail.com. So thanks, Sean. Thanks, Giggs. We'll talk to you soon. Cheers, lads.